I'm Corey Crenshaw. I'm Richie Suave Flores. And this is Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. On the Hockey Podcast Network. In a world where social media is king and everyone is an expert in everything, get the facts from your insiders here on Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. Here are your hosts, Corey Crenshaw and Richie Flores. Welcome back in Sporty Nation. Um, If you can hear my heater right now, it is because it is cold as balls in my house. And um, I don't know why Arizona decided to turn on me. I was born in hell and I liked it that way. It is fucking freezing in here, Mr. Bigglesworth. The person who I haven't seen in a solid week and haven't been on this show with in like a week or two now. I don't know. Time has been warped over the past couple of weeks. Um, Is with me now, and we are happy to be back with you all. My wonderful and amazing best friend and co-host, Richie Suave Flores. How you doing? Hello, Corey. It's nice to talk to you again and have some form of human interaction because I haven't had much of it in the last week because I've been quarantined and holed up in my bedroom for the last um, six days because of uh, the stupid Omicron variant managed to find its way into my body. And so I had to quarantine for the entire week. And so I didn't have any human interaction whatsoever for like six going on seven days. And it drove me nuts. You, you don't realize how much you need human interaction. Like there's a part, there's a part of everybody, including myself. That's like, and sometimes you just want to, like go away from people and just do your own thing for a while. And it's cool. It's great for like a day or two, just not have to talk to anybody. But when it's seven days in a row, that's when it really hits you. You're like, God damn it. I really miss social interaction and, and, and talking to people and seeing people's faces. So that's what I, that's my thought process at the moment is I was just very glad to see people's faces today and very glad to hear your voice because it's been a it's been a weird it's been a wacky week it's great to be back with you richie and it's great to not have to be asking you how you're feeling every day like each day it was like okay is richie feeling better is he feeling worse i knew the omicron wasn't like as bad as the others and you know being vaccinated and everything it wasn't going to be as bad but you never know so um, and I, it's nice to not be on a Richie watch anymore and making sure that you're still breathing over there because Kat was gone. She was up in Massachusetts with Chris. So um, we didn't even have anyone to watch out for you. Um, we should have sent over your uh, family's cat, Gibson. Um, <laughs> although he may have killed you in your sleep. So maybe it's better this way. <laughs> that would have been that would have been great to have a cat by my side at all times you guys don't know i feel like we've gone over before um the greatest debates amongst um richie and i in our friendship is the um debates between uh dog and cat i will always be a dog person um i say my inner animal is probably about a golden retriever and uh richie loves cats and um, his cat Gibson, um, I have joked before 
because he he will he's one of those cats that just kind of disappears for long periods of time. <laughs> yes, I have joked many times that he is the leader of a cat mafia because that cat is secretly evil. <laughs> he was actually really nice last time I saw him when I was over there for Christmas, um, and he did not bite me. He did not scratch me. It was great. So one time he did not try to claw the shit out of you and you are all of a sudden okay. <laughs> yes. This See, the, at least if there's a bright side to cat people, it is the fact that they are very, very forgiving people. He just basically said for the first time ever, his cat didn't try and claw him to death and all of a, all of a sudden all is forgiven. Yes, yes. Very forgiving people. Because every time I see him, because I don't see him very often anymore, like, every time I show up, he's always, he's always, uh, like, I don't don't know where he is, and then he randomly shows up, and he immediately comes, like, walking right up to me, and he wants petted. I was like, oh, cool. I like that. (laughs) The only thing is they don't get happy or excited to see you like dogs do. Dogs, like, freak out. They're like, oh, shit, you're here. And then they yeah, just They come running in, yeah. I mean, Gibson just, he doesn't come running in. He'll come, like, strutting in. Meowing. Yeah, a cat. A cat. What be said? Yeah, I still think it's slightly evil. <laughs> what, in, uh, in Captain Marvel, what did they have? They had a Florkin, which was a cat that looked just like Gibson, I would yes. like to say. And yes. uh, that is how Fury lost his eye. That's not a cat. That's a flirt. <laughs> Still how, one of the best lines in the entire MCU. But how do we not know that cats are not flirkins? We don't. It's exactly. Exactly. I don't trust cats. <laughs> They, they have maniacal little minds. There's that Rick and Morty episode where the entire world gets r- ran by dogs. It's most likely cats. Probably not wrong, because I will say that I feel like cats are way more mischievous. I had th- this the same exact argument with um, someone that I worked with at Diamondbacks. And uh, we gave his cat like this really elaborate name like he it had like four or five different names to it and um that cat he would claim like didn't give two shits about him like all day but then would sit on the back of the couch and look out the window and he was thinking that the cat was um waiting for him to come home and then the cat was just like sitting there and waiting for him i think the cat was a lookout (laughs) there's no way a cat doesn't give two shits about you when you're there but all of a sudden when you're gone they actually care exactly yes that's something very suspicious very suspicious very shady. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I don't I don't trust cats. They're very shifty characters. 
So, Richie, we've been gone from the Sporty Nation for a little while. Uh, we took a little bit of a break because, well, there was the holidays. And uh, the Coyotes weren't really doing much anyways because as much as, uh, as I would not like to make this reference, I, I have to. Uh, Richie cares way too much about his work and this podcast. So he had to go and get COVID since the team has been missing games for COVID protocols. Yep. You didn't have to do your own research into (laughs) what it is like. That's how dedicated I am to the show is that I have to understand what these players are going through. So for, for a little while now, we've been kind of just taking a little break, took a little break for the holidays took a little break because Richie had COVID and took a little bit of a break because there wasn't really any games being played um, except for the uh, craziest game we'd seen in a long time, which was the Sharks game. And uh, it's funny because I was like laughing at how terrible the defense was, but my mom who never ever watches hockey was pissed the next day and goes, damn it, I should have watched that game. I would have actually enjoyed that. So who knows? Maybe they're right. Maybe they're right in the fact that more scoring will bring more hockey fans. Uh, you know, it's I wanted to, it wouldn't surprise me because it was a fun game to watch. This was like, that was the first Coyotes game I've gone to watch in like three months because of my work schedule and not having – Fox Sports, Arizona Valley, who cares.com channel, whatever it's called nowadays. And so I was like, oh, man, I, uh, I'm not I'm not getting out of bed today. Like, I'm just going to tune on the game and probably fall asleep it, to it because it didn't start until like 8 freaking 30. It started really late. I was like, all right, well, I'll tune it on. I'll probably watch them lose, but whatever. And lo and behold, it was like the most back and forth, ridiculously high scoring game you'll ever see in your life. And, and I did not make it to the end of the game. I actually quit watching once the Sharks took a seven to five lead. I was like, ah, game over. Goodbye. Uh, and there were two more goals scored after that. And then obviously the Coyotes lost in a shootout there, but it was a crazy, ridiculous game. A lot of storylines to come from it. Congratulations to uh, Giannis Moser. The rookie defenseman for the Coyotes, he scored two goals in that game. Is the first two goals of his NHL career. He was, of course, drafted back in the draft earlier this year. And uh, Lawson Krause had a big game as well. Clayton Keller became the first player to get to 10 goals on the season. So once in a while, you, the Coyotes hadn't played in 10, 10, like 10, day, 10 days, I believe, prior to this game. And it showed because it was the sloppiest game you'll ever see in your life. No goaltending whatsoever. But, um, you know, Corey, you've been on the – talking about it all season, how the Coyotes at least had to play entertaining hockey to draw fans to games. And having a, a game in which 14 goals are scored in regulation is going to get a lot of people to tune in and watch. Yeah, I mean, that it's funny because I – when I said that, I had said that in the fact that they needed to play games that were competitive enough to keep it interesting and the fact that they needed to at least play well enough. I hadn't thought in my head 
about being so bad and then the other team also being so bad that it was entertainingly bad because that's what this was. And so now I'm just kind of hoping that the Coyotes keep playing teams that are entertainingly bad. I want to almost pull out a nice solid list of all of the worst teams in the NHL and really get excited for those games. We should be pumping those games up the same way that we would be pumping up, um, you know, games that are, you know, must wins to get into the playoffs or something like that. That's what we should be pumping up at this point, because that will be the most entertaining games possible. And it will allow some of the players to actually get stats, get goals, up on the board considering the fact that you know we just now are at 10 goals with Clayton Keller so this is I think a reverse marketing tactic that needs to be explored because um, I hadn't thought about it but it's it's a great idea it's like watching a car accident people enjoy watching things go horribly bad yeah it's like the tank it's a tank off this year among the t- lower teams in the league. For example, there's a couple coming up here later this month. Uh, we have the Canadians coming to town, allegedly, on January the 17th. We have the New Jersey Devils. Coyotes are going to play them on the road coming up on January 19th. And then we have the Buffalo Sabres in town on January 29th. That's, that is going to be exciting. Talk about – here's the back – here's the matchups we have, ladies and gentlemen. Um, the week of pretty much everybody's birthday in Sporty Nation outside of Corey because we have um, Kat's birthday on the 25th. We have Scotty's birthday on the 20, 27th. And then um, my birthday is on February 1st. So that week, two big games. We have Boston at home. On the 28th, we have Buffalo in the tank off on the 29th. And then we have um, skating for Layton, I believe, that weekend as well. I believe on the 30th. So big weekend that weekend for the Coyotes. That that should be fun, honestly. And, yeah, I don't know how it worked out where all of you guys got the same week birthday-wise. And I'm just a full six months apart. Like, I was just like, nope. I don't want anything to do with this. Wait another half. Maybe so it's spread it out so we don't get bored for the rest of the year. I'm not sure. But you guys all decided to be all at the exact same time. I mean, between that and the Super Bowl and the Olympics, it's going to be crazy. I thought this last these last two weeks with the holidays and all of that stuff was crazy. That's going to be a crazy time. Uh, yeah, it is. It's, it's there's going to be so much going on, and we have a lot to do. I can't wait for skating for Layton. Um, that's going to be a very exciting event. I've already I put it out on the Twitter that I have a goal. It's at Phoenix Raceway. You can sign up on the Arizona Coyotes website. Um, Forty nine dollars is the donation to um, to be able to participate, and um, and my goal. Granted, I believe that goal has been sidetracked somewhat over the last week, but. My goal was for the first time to do an entire 10K for at this at skating for Layton. I did prior to getting sick. In fact, the day before I ran my first 5K in like six months. 
actually longer than that, probably over a year and ran my best time ever. And so that's my goal for that. That's that's like goal number one. And then my birthday is a couple days later. There's a concert I want to go to thrown in the mix there somewhere. And there's like there's something else going on too that I wanted to do. I don't even remember what it was. Like it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be very busy, but very exciting. Very fun. I'm very proud of you. I am not a runner. I have tried, but that is just not my thing. So I'm very proud of you for uh the progress you've made. That's that's pretty good. I about killed myself the first time I ran a 5K. Like I, I tried really, really hard to do it. And by the end, I genuinely thought I was going to throw up. And they were shoving like they were literally shoving a banana in my face trying to get me to eat it because of the fact that I felt so horrible. And uh, the time that you had sent us the other day saying that it was um, your fastest one yet was the time that I hit when I was like really hardcore training for that 5k that first time that I got my second place in. So um, the progress that you've made has been amazing. And the the dedication you've had to it has been really cool too. So it's been really cool to see that. And, um, and the dedication that you have to the whole skating for Layton thing is just really inspiring all on its own. Yeah, I know. I know for sure. I don't know if I'm going to convince you to do it, but I'm going to try and convince Kat to do it with me. I know um, friend of the pod, Jordan, she's going to do it. However, she's going to skate it. She actually bought some new um, blades for her skates. So that way she can skate, skate it. And she's going to do um, a 9.4 miles to honor Matt shot. So that's awesome. That is so cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah really cool gesture. And I, I, I joked with her. I was like, uh, here's the thing. You're going to crush me at this because um, you're going to be on skates. And I'm going to be running. So every time she passes me, we're going to recreate the scene from uh, Captain America Winter Soldier where uh, Cap constantly runs by Sam in Washington, D.C. and always says, on your left. And this is... I, <laughs> We are bound to determine to recreate that scene. That will be pretty funny. I actually really enjoyed that scene. <laughs> and it's going to be like a pretty much an exact replica. Cause like I said, she's going to be skating. She's, she's going to be going like twice as fast as I am. And I am not a fast runner whatsoever. Like I'm going to basically walk half of it and run half of it. It's basically how I'm going to go about doing it. And usually when I, if I'm running five K's, that's usually what I'll do is I'll, I'll kind of balance it out and run half and walk half. So that way I'm not dead by the end of the time I try to do it. So that's, that's, that's what's going to happen. And, uh, and it's kind of probably going to wind up on the TikTok, folks. So be on the lookout for that. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you can convince me to actually run. Um, I will be donating. As for actually running, I am not sure about that. Um, I I had started to prepare for our normal 5K that we usually do um, mm-hmm. in March. And then I found out that I was going to be at my bachelorette party during that time. And I then found that as an excuse to not get in running shape. 
So <laughs> I am not in running shape. Um, I've been doing lots of lifting and, uh, you know, lots of Pilates and yoga and all of that. And my cardio has been cycling. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm just not in running shape. I mean, I can right. Can, can you ride on a bike? I could do that but not, not running it. I, I mean, I should, I haven't rollerbladed in a very long time. I should pick them up again and I should just go with Jordan. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. That I might actually be able to do. And like, there's not, the thing is like, there's not a distance you have to go. You can just go and do one lap if you want. That's the, that's the cool thing about it is um, you can kind of do show up and, run you can skate walk or run and you can do as many laps as you want and honor honor Layton and honor Matt shot too while you're at it that is true maybe i'll just do a, a couple laps just just for the fun and just to be part of it but not actually i don't know we'll see we'll see how far i can get within a month's time considering the fact that i uh Post holidays is always the worst time to be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna run a 5k. Yeah, exactly. And post COVID too. Post COVID, that I was so mad. I was like, damn it! Of course, I have. I had like this plan for the month leading up to it to like get myself ready to do this and like slowly work my way up and and do like I did the three miles last week and I was gonna do like four miles this week and then and then five miles and then kind of slowly build up to the six miles so I could. I was, I knew I was going to be ready to do it. I was like, now I'm like a week behind and it's going to be, but I'm still going to do it. Even if I have to walk, like I said, most of it, I'm still going to do it. And just for the record, if you want, um, I do have a donation page that is like set up in my name. If you are so inclined to donate and don't want to participate in the actual event itself, you can go to my page and donate. You can go to Layton dot securesuite.com slash Richie Suave. That's my donation page. Um, Cause they're asking everybody to try and raise $149 um, to the uh, Skane for Layton fund and the Leonardo Cardo um, uh, scholarship fund. And so I'm at $94 right now, which is, I explained previously, I did that in honor of Matt shot. That was I donated my own money to my own cause, but if you want to, yeah, go ahead and donate skatingforlane.com. You can find out all the information there or, uh, actually Arizona coyotes.com slash skatingforlane is what it is. And you can, um, check out all the details there, sign up, register. And it, again, it takes place January 30th out at uh, Phoenix raceway. Which I, I mean, I, that was, that was my initial plan was to, um, to donate to yours but then I also noticed on here that mm-hmm. the they have on their page here the top fifteen, uh-huh. and uh, Jordan right now is number twelve. So I I'm gonna have I'm gonna try really hard not to donate to hers just because she's in the top fifteen. You're you're number twenty nine right now. I'm twenty eight. Twenty nine's not bad. I will take that. Okay. Wait, no, yours is at 143 right now. 
What are you talking about? Oh, because that yes, that includes both. That includes the um, original uh, like forty nine dollar to sign up and my ninety four dollar donation. So oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So I'm thinking that that's probably where I'm going to go with this. I I may surprise everyone in the end, but I, I have a feeling I'm going to be donating to you, my my wonderful Richard Flores. <laughs> I appreciate that. There's no competition here, ladies and gentlemen. I just want to put that out there. Everything goes goes to the Lena Cardo Scholarship Fund, so you can donate to anybody's. You can Lindsay Fry has a page set up. You can you can donate to anybody you want. I just put my mine out there because why not, right? But um, anyway. no, I think it's awesome. It's it's fantastic that you're doing it. Yes, I'm. I, I'm so excited um, uh, to uh, to do it. And uh, can't wait to see everybody out there. It's going to be a, a great time. And uh, and I uh, hope you see a lot of support nation out there, too, in support of Leighton Ricardo. And um, I believe the Cowboys are setting it up as well. So if you just want to show up and 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 hang out there all day because they're doing it as kind of like a almost like a not like a fair or anything, but like a, a big kind of uh, street kind of fair basically almost in a way almost like a fan fest in a way i guess you could say and uh you can i think it's like 20 bucks to general mission just show up and you're not even race or anything like that so you could that's also an option if you want to take part in that but uh yeah so that's coming up at the end of the month um can't wait for that and uh again we'll uh, tweet out every, all the links to so you can donate and find out more information about how to, per, to participate um speaking of that coming up this week actually um, is something that is, is unfortunate, obviously, but a lot of people are probably going to, um, partake in this. And if you want to, you can, can as well open to the public coming up on Wednesday, January 5th, starting at three o'clock. Uh, the coyotes are hosting a celebration of life for Matt shot. And, um, it is uh, going to take place this week and it's going to be, um, we're going to have uh, video tributes and speakers from Javier Gutierrez, from uh, Shane Doan, uh, Lindsey Fry, Carly Ricardo, uh, Trevor Schott, um, his brother, um, and a bunch of others from the Arizona Kachinas. And um, celebration for Matt's life, obviously, um, coming up on Wednesday. And uh, unfortunately, I won't be able to go. Um, I'm going to be working, so I, I won't be in attendance. But um, just so anybody wants to know if they want to do attend, you can. Um, and the Coyotes have set up a fund in Matt's honor as well. It's ArizonaCoyotes.com slash shot. That's S-H-O-T-T. And it will go towards the Coyotes youth hockey programs in Arizona. So um, if you guys are so inclined, you can take part in the uh, celebration of life and uh, the memorial drive as well. Yeah, I think it's beyond awesome um, that they're all that they're doing this. Um, it's a, uh still kind of crazy like every time we talk about this and bring it up that just to i don't know even think about the fact that he's no longer with us is still a little bit like even me pulling up this page was like a little bit heart-wrenching to see um so i think it's it's really awesome that they're doing this for him um and i i think it's awesome that in in times of, of pain like this it can bring so many great and wonderful people together because um, the hockey community here in Arizona is one of the 
coolest things that I've ever been a part of. And uh, there are some amazing people. And I'm really glad that, you know, they can all kind of gather around to to share and celebrate a life that is, is worth being celebrated and a life that was all about being happy and, and celebrating each day. Yeah. And uh, again, that's Wednesday, starting at three o'clock at Hero Arena. I'm sure it's going to be a lot of people out there uh, bonding over their, their love for Matt and their love for the growth of the sport here in, uh, in the Valley. And, and quickly speaking of the growth of the sport here, um, shout out to the ASU Sun Devils who swept a top 10 team this weekend in Cornell. Um, and they did it looking really fancy in their like throwback sweaters, which I don't know if you had a chance to kind of look at, like see, see those Corey, but number one, they looked really cool. And number two, um, their equipment manager tweeted out a picture of like some of the details of the, of the Jersey. And like, it was really cool. Cause it was like a, a shout out towards the ACHA days. Um, like there's a, a tag on the inside of the Jersey that, you know, said Arizona state hockey or whatever. And on it, it listed, you know, their, the date of their ACHA championship, the date of their first year in ACHA uh, founding as a club and their founding as an NCAA club. And then it listed all the members of the teams like ring of honor, ACHA and NCAA combined. I thought that was really cool as well. And, um, my Siri just went off for no apparent reason. Um, but yeah, anyway, congratulations to ASU. The jerseys turned out great. Great kind of tip of the cap to what came before there. And Corey, I tweeted this out earlier on the sporting account. It was like, and we mentioned it before on the show, but you and I definitely need to make it out to a game before they close Oceanside Arena to the men's NCAA hockey program before they move on to their rink, new rink next year. Yeah, first of all, it's really awesome that uh they did that and they had like the be the tradition in there and everything because of the fact that there is so much history to it that I think a lot of people don't ever really acknowledge and the fact that like you know we talk about it here on the podcast because like we were a part of it um, um I think as I've said before I believe it was my junior year I'm of course saying that with not 100% positivity. I feel like the further out I get, the more uh, you know blurry it gets. But I think it was about my junior year that they actually went NCAA. And so um, I, I was around for the year that um, their uh, ACHA team won the national championship. And, um, you know, Richie and I covered those teams and were, you know, and a part of all of that. Um, I was actually comparing, <laughs> funny enough, <coughs> yesterday I was, um, which um, we're recording on Sunday, so that would have been New Year's Day. I was out at a, a like a um, wedding reception that was outside um, at a park, and we were freezing to our bones. It was so cold. And as uh, we came back to uh, my fiance's parents' house, we're sitting there and I looked at his mom, his dad, and him. And I was like, I have not been this cold since I stopped going to Oceanside. That 
before they had, you know, the stuff that they added to um, the arena to, well, it's not really even arena. It's a, it's a rink. Since they added extra stuff to the rink in order to make it NCAA viable. However, it's, um, it didn't have the little heaters before. And when you went for the ACHA games, there was no heaters on. They still like, they only turned them on for the NCAA games. It's the coldest fucking rink I have ever been in. And it is like cold down to your bones. But it is one of the things that like you joke about and remember. And one of the things that everyone knows about Oceanside is how freaking cold it is. And it will always like be one of the, um, one of the, the funniest things that we will always remember. And there is so much, and I, like I've I mentioned before, my article that I wrote about Goltz and Powers and all of that and how, you know, this team came to be and how, you know, they started out being not the top team in Arizona. That used to be U of A. Used to, U of A used to be above and beyond what ASU was at. And then it slowly, the tide slowly began to change. And... um and through my article that I wrote, you can um, hear about that. There was just, you know, a dynamic change in how the, everything was handled uh, amongst the way that goals handled the players and um, powers handled the business. And it just is such a wonderful story that I think a lot of people um, maybe in the state understand, but outside of the state don't really understand the growth that this team had to have in order to make themselves NCAA and have themselves be recognized amongst the rest of the nation. There's still plenty of people, as you can tell from when the Coyotes um, had their whole thing with Glendale once more and how they weren't paying their bills, how everyone was saying, this just shows that hockey isn't viable in Arizona. There are so many wonderful stories of persistence and growth amongst different parts of hockey here in Arizona that have grown into wonderful, beautiful things. And ASU hockey is just one of them. So the fact that they recognize that, and I will say that is not something that they've always recognized. There was a while where they liked to pretend that this is, it was always this way, but they always had a there were very more humble beginnings that this team had to be where they are now and it is like watching a child grow and I wasn't even around for the very beginning of it I only got to hear about that part of it so it is so incredibly cool that they're honoring their past and the growth of this team um because not everyone gets to see that, and I think that is going to be one of the coolest things as Arizona hockey fans that we get to experience that people on the East Coast never get to experience is the uh, essentially the big bang of all of the big things that are hockey in Arizona because East Coast people just grew up and knew it was that way 
never got to experience what it was like before and what hard work went into making it what it is now. So um, my apologies, Richie. I know I just went on the longest tangent, but it is one of the things that I'm like so really passionate about here in this state and the fact that there are some really cool hockey stories um, that I hope one day get the recognition amongst all of hockey that it really deserves. Yeah, very well said. And and we've shared out your article before about, about Coach Goltz and everything he meant to um, ASU's hockey team and everything he's done for um, mission hockey as well. And, uh, and, and we'll tweet it out again, if we can find the link, it's, it's well worth your time to take the read. And, uh, and I would just like to say that, uh, again, you did a good job laying it out there, but, uh, the narrative that this hockey team became NCAA because of a single question that was asked by one dude at a press conference is absolutely ridiculous. And, uh, and I, I think it's completely unfair to everything that, that Coach Goltz did and, and Coach Powers did in his time at ASU as well prior to even him taking over the coaching spot um, at ASU. and uh, the relationship All the way back between... to when Powers played at ASU. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And the relationship that Coach Goltz had with Coach Powers too I think is an important one too, and you laid that out in your article too. So just want to put that out there. Just want to say that, make sure that's on the record. But uh, Oh, yeah, no, that was hey. one of the things that to this day pissed me off like – so incredibly badly in the fact that so much credit was given to something that was just one piece of the puzzle. Not all of those dominoes can't fall unless they're it, they're perfectly in place. And um, I personally remember me and one of our good friends, Allison Cummings, sitting in a Tempe town hall meeting asking that exact same question amongst a whole group of people. And that was literally only a couple months before. And I don't think I've ever actually really publicly said that, but I was sitting in a meeting for one of our uh, classes that we had to be in and asked the exact same question. And what I was told was that um, they really wanted to do it, but they there was some things that were in the way. Basically, there wasn't a large amount of money. The difference maker that it made was that the program had advanced and had become worthwhile and had some, you know, fan base behind it. And so a massive donor came and donated. That's actually what happened. And um, that question and the questions that people were asking that were more than just one person um, were over a long period of time. And it was more of a support. It, Hockey fans and Arizona hockey fans are the most loyal and the most, not necessarily aggressive, but they're very strong fans and uh, they will make it happen when they can. Yep. Very well said. I think that's the best way to wrap up the show. But before we do, we of course need to tell you about DraftKings, everybody. DraftKings Sportsbook is the official sports betting partner of the NHL. And it's a no brainer that, uh, We'll make you win a lot of money if you do what we tell you here, which is to sign up with the promo code THPN, and you can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the promo code THPN. 
$1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 years or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. Only new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Corey, I just remembered I have one more rant to do before we go real quick. Um, and it relates to something that happened at the Winter Classic, and I feel like it's very important to talk about this because um, – it has to do with women's hockey. And that is that during the winter classic, the U- USA hockey made a big deal about the, the fact that they were going to announce the roster for the U S women's team during the intermission of the winter classic. And they were going to make a big deal about it. Right. In the past, they've done this before during the winter classic, they have announced the teams in the roster and they did it on national TV. And it was great exposure for the women's game however tnt who was hosting their first ever winter classic this year completely screwed the pooch on this and they angered a lot of people with how they conducted this so get this Corey. you know i don't i doubt you were watching the game you said you were busy so you didn't get a chance to see this and how they did this but instead of going to the going to the live feed there at the rink and letting the PA announcer like introduced the team like they were doing there in person at Target Field there in Minnesota. What they did was they came back from break. They came back late, so they were already introducing the roster. And instead of it actually introducing the roster and giving the players that earned their spot on this roster their spotlight, what they decided to do instead is have Liam McHugh conduct an interview with Jennifer Jennifer Butterell, who was a former member of the Team Canada women's team that won a bunch of gold medals, who is now a member of the um, the broadcast team there at TNT. And they were talking about the women's game. And instead of actually giving the women who made the roster the spotlight, and it frustrated me a lot. It frustrated a lot of people on Twitter, and it pissed a lot of people off. And I thought it was an unfortunate circumstance that TNT decided to do that. I'm glad that they gave Jennifer Jennifer Botterill the time to talk about the women's game um, like that. That's great. But I felt like they could have done it at a later time rather than letting us see what we wanted to see, which was we wanted to see the women who made the roster um, be introduced and get their moment in the sun. And then they could talk about it after. So, I just wanted to get that out there. I thought TNT screwed the pooch spooch on that. And and it's so unfortunate for the women's game that they didn't get the attention they deserve. Because this year, NHL is not showing up at the Olympics again this year. So we know that the women are going to be center front and center again this year like they were in 2018. And it's maybe the thing I'm most looking forward to about this Olympics is U.S. and Canada going head-to-head again, hopefully. Um, but I just wanted to get that out there. Say it was ridiculous. And, uh, and that's how we'll, we'll wrap up the show. Thanks for listening this week, everybody. We apologize for taking some time off during the holidays, but uh, hopefully we are back with you again next week and on a more weekly basis moving forward here in the year 2022. And uh, we hope to see you all at Skate for Layton coming up at the end of the month, January 30th at uh, Phoenix Raceway. Again, you can donate ArizonaCarries.com slash Skate for Layton. So, uh, Corey, do you have any last words before I say goodbye? First of all, I did not know about that. That's ridiculous. And it sounds like um, a producer should be fired over that. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, good night and good hockey, everybody. We'll 
See you next week.